0: Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring, certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at chelsea and on YouTube at expandwithchelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Currently, I am in Greece. I cannot believe it this has been on my bucket list for so many years and just being obsessed with Greek mythology for so long. uh, I'm sure I'm having an amazing time. I'm recording this a little bit ahead of time. I actually took a break from packing because uh, classic me, I'm trying to bring everything that I own and nothing that I actually need. So I am recording a podcast just to take a little break to step away from it. And I'm really excited to dive into today's topic. We're going to be talking all things self-worth. This was a question that a listener submitted, and I've actually worked with this amazing individual before. So I'm really excited to dive deep into this question and hopefully start up a conversation around it and bring some clarity to the topic and maybe even, you know, some, I don't want to say pointers, but like something tangible that you can actually take from this that you can apply to your own life. So before we dive into today's episode, I want to give some updates. So because I'm in Greece, You know what time it is. It is time for my big, fat Greek energy healing sale. I have said this a couple of times on the podcast, but I just feel like Greece is going to be this big initiation into being able to both send and receive this brand new, more powerful level of energy. So I wanted to celebrate by having an energy healing sale. So that means that three-pack Ahai energy healing sessions are now 15% off Through the duration that I am in Greece, so about the 13th of October, and I am also offering pre sale on one on one human design readings. I am currently being certified in human design. It has been a topic that has been fascinating to me for many, many years. I finally took the leap. I dove in and I'm going to become a certified human design reader. So I'm really excited about this. So pre-sale sessions are going to be $97. The original price will be $222. So this is a really great deal. If you are interested in learning more about yourself, how you operate, I always say that human design feels like a permission slip to act the way that you've always wanted to act, but you've talked yourself out of it because of conditioning or because of societal pressure, or you just feel like you should do things a different way but innately you know how you operate and really human design feels like coming back home it feels like okay I've always known this on an intuitive level like my body has always known this pace my body has always known you know whatever concept that this is but human design just gives you that permission to actually lean into it and to then start living life more in alignment so things feel a lot more flowy a lot less like you're trying to swim upstream So those are going to be the two offers available this week and through, I think, mid next week, so about the 13th. And I was really laughing at myself earlier this week because I was thinking about energy healing and I was thinking about the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and I was like, oh my God, energy healing is totally like Windex. Like any problem that you have, energy healing, like that's the solution. Oh, I got such a kick out of myself. So whether you want to work on physical conditions, physical symptoms, maybe it's chronic illness, maybe it's is, symptoms from an illness or sickness that you're still struggling with, whether it is wanting to heal from an injury. I know that I've used this a ton on different climbing injuries that I've had on my fingers, on my knees, on my elbows. I mean, pretty much there's nothing I haven't used it on in terms of my physical body. I also really love energy healing for helping to release heavy emotions from things like breakups, starting to cut cords with people that are no longer serving us that maybe we're having a hard time separating from. Maybe we're having a hard time in our physical Reality setting those boundaries, I find that energy healing can actually break that barrier and start to set those boundaries energetically first so that naturally in your physical reality it actually starts to fall away and dissolve. I also really love energy healing for amplifying manifestation. So being able to call in more abundance, more money, more love, and being able to expand out your aura so that your different clients, your different people can actually start to find you so that you become the magnet, you become the lighthouse, and you start calibrating everything in your field to you. Energy healing has absolutely changed my life. I've talked about it a ton on the podcast. So if you're interested in receiving energy healing, this is the best deal that I will have on energy healing. Again, it is three sessions, four 15% off. It's essentially like getting your third session for free. These are all one-on-one sessions, so you will have one year from purchase to use the sessions. I typically suggest about four to six weeks between sessions, so if you are thinking that maybe in the future you want to try it out, I would go ahead and jump on board. I also do have a payment plan available. Alrighty, so that's most of my updates. I am, again, probably really having a lot of fun right now in Greece, depending on the time that you listen to this. I'll be quite a few hours ahead. I am so excited to lay on the beach, to go rock climbing. I'm going to eat all the food. I keep telling everybody, I'm like, you know what? Like, the climbing is a bonus. Like, if I get to rock climb, great. But like, honestly, just being there, being surrounded by all of that history, being surrounded by all of the magic, and just, I just think it's going to be so aesthetic and so freaking relaxing. I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait. So let's go ahead and dive into today's podcast episode. So first of all, I'm going to read out the question. And then kind of like I said, I just want to start a conversation around this. I certainly don't plan for this to be the answer or for this to be a definitive, you know, end-all, be-all type of conversation. I think that it's just opening this discussion up, hopefully providing a different perspective. And for me, when I was actually tuning into this question and writing some notes yesterday because I do like to outline, loosely outline a lot of my shows. I was tapping into universe, into source, and just seeing what the universe had to say on this topic. And a lot of really great stuff came through. So I'm excited to share. So I'm going to go ahead and read the question. It says, what is self-worth and what is not? I am still fighting limiting beliefs and about to go through the brain rewiring process again to answer this question. I thought I would find self-worth after finding more confidence and achieving more professionally, personally, and in my climbing. I have- I've learned this is fleeting and feeding other things, though those are also important. They do not fill my cup specifically to believe I am worthy of calling into fruition what I truly desire. And I feel until I do, the universe cannot grant me these things because I'm not showing that I'm ready. I have spent a lot of time learning what does not feed my self-worth because I'm not specifically targeting that energy, even though I thought I was. How do I channel this energy in an honest way while still having compassion for myself? And this question is from Meg. So I think that this is... Actually, a really common question that a lot of people have is I don't have a lot of self worth. How can I actually cultivate and grow more of that and also love myself in the process and not just be, you know, frustrated or wanting to speed the process up further? And it's kind of like similar to what I believe confidence is, right? Like, were we born with confidence? No, but we can develop it. I do, however, think that we were born with self-worth. I think we lost it along the way. I like to give this example, but you know, when we're babies, we used to cry when we needed things because inherently we knew deep down that we actually deserved to be taken care of. If babies didn't believe that they deserved to be taken care of, they wouldn't cry. They wouldn't cry out for help. They wouldn't ask for what they needed, you know, obviously in the way that babies can, but somewhere along the way we lost it. But similar to confidence, I do actually think that we can cultivate that. I do think that it's a skill set that we need to practice and that we need to keep returning to. And I bet you, if you looked back just a couple of years ago, you would look into, you know, this area of self-worth and you would be like, okay, I actually have come a really long way. I mean, I think back to like me in middle school, which is just like total cringe mode right now. I mean, I can literally think of the exact outfit that I wore to school every day and I'm like dying and I did not have a lot of self-worth then. I was friends with a lot of people that didn't make me feel very good. I mean, yes, I've definitely upgraded friends at this point, but just doing a lot of things because I felt like I needed to rather than actually forging my own path, I was a lot less confident then. I was a lot less tapped into the inherent knowing that I deserved the things that I wanted I you know I was totally stuck in that mindset of you just have to work really hard for it you know there are people that are lucky and then there are people that are not and I was like well I guess I'm just not one of the lucky ones like lucky things don't seem to happen to to me and the more that I've gotten into spirituality as an adult and the more that I have really started unlocking some of these concepts for myself moving from scarcity mindset to abundance mindset starting to learn a lot more about energy and the way that the universe actually works learning about the law of attraction learning about manifestation, all of these things have really fed positively into my self-worth because I feel like I have power. It literally feels like I got my letter to Hogwarts, which by the way, I've been waiting for, for like 15 years. So it's nice to finally like have that, you know, I'm totally joking, but it really does feel like, Spirituality was that missing puzzle piece, at least for me, and it has allowed me to tap into this divine knowing and belief that I truly do believe that I I deserve it all. I really do believe that. And you get to let that be the expander for you. And you also get to ask yourself, you know, in what areas do I already have self-worth? And I think we can break this up into a couple of different categories. Maybe we have relationships. Maybe we have professional slash career. Maybe we have extracurriculars. Maybe we have maybe it's more specifically the way that you support other people. Maybe it is how creative you are. But think of your life in terms of where do I feel really good? What areas do I feel really confident in already? And I know I'm using kind of interchangeably confidence and self-worth. I don't think that they're the same thing. I do think that they are interrelated. But how we do one thing is how we do everything. So let those areas that you already feel really confident in, that you already feel like do feed in positively to your self-worth, be your expander. I would I was actually, really curious about the definition of self worth, so I did look it up classic. And what the definition says is a sense of one's own value as a human being, which is honestly really fascinating. So, anytime that we place our value in something external, we give our power away, right? Like, we start to abdicate our power, we put our power in the hands of somebody or something else which is never going to make us feel sovereign, which is never going to make us feel empowered. It's always going to feel like something's happening to me instead of something's happening for me. So where are we giving our power away? Where are we saying that we don't have any responsibility? Where are we saying that we can't control things? Like, yes, okay, control is an illusion, you know, set that aside. But thinking about, you know, maybe this is in your relationship, maybe this is in work, maybe this is your literal relationship to money. It's being willing to examine all of these different areas and taking a very objective point of view, right? Like we are, we are tapping in from our higher selves. We are looking at ourselves through the lens of our higher self. We are not judging. We are not providing shame or guilt. Again, we already have enough of that in our in our world. All that we're doing is starting to notice. Where am I externally placing myself worth? And I actually think that a good place to start with this could be what titles do you practice yourself in. So this could be something like, I am a really good daughter. I am a really good friend. I'm a really good coach. I am a really good athlete. Because what gets tricky is then what if one of those identities are challenged? What if one of those that you pride yourself in are taken away. I see this a lot when I used to work with climbers who would then become injured or maybe something happened that they weren't able to climb anymore and it really started to change the way that they viewed themselves. Their self-worth immediately dropped because they had been tying it to something outside of themselves. Because I do this thing, then therefore that provides me self-worth. And again, this isn't to say you need to feel bad about yourself if that's what you're currently doing. I mean, we all do this to a certain extent but it is anchoring back into okay so instead of these titles what do I actually value what qualities do I value maybe I was thinking that I valued that I was a good athlete or a good coach but really what I value is my ability to show up for other people maybe what I really value is my ability to state my opinion even when I'm scared Because again, like, what if those things are taken away? What if those things are challenged? So asking yourself very clearly, what qualities do I value in myself? If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have been traveling like a mad woman. I spent the entire summer in Wyoming, which has a very dry climate. And then I went to Ohio for a wedding. And then I went to Greece. I'm about to go to Joshua Tree in California. So I'm having lots of travel and lots of different environments. And as a result of that, my skin is freaking out a little bit. I mean, the air in the airplane, can you get much more stuck and stagnant than that? and I have been relying heavily on Clear Stem. So my absolute favorite product from them right now is their Cell Renew Serum. It is amazing because it doesn't have any pore cloggers. Most skincare products have pore cloggers. As an FYI, coconut oil is definitely a pore clogger, so if you're using that anywhere on your body, it is actually doing probably more harm than it is good clean skincare does not have to be pore clogging. I also really love the Cell Renew Serum because it has collagen support in it. After the age of 30, our own personal collagen production tends to decline. So this really helps give a very glowy, plump, and vibrant look. It also is very hydrating. I swear to God, I use this stuff like three times a day. I also just had a very minor procedure done, and. It left a little bit of a scar so I've been using this after the scar is closed I've been using this on the scar and it looks so much better it looks so good compared to just a couple of days after and I know that the cell renew serum is helping it out a big time so like the name says it actually renews the cell it helps to you rejuvenate your cells on the outside of your skin so this stuff I'm absolutely obsessed with it I'm actually holding the box right 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 now, there are plant stem cells, there is reishi mushroom and hyaluronic acid in there. And it is designed to be regenerating, calming, illuminating. I mean, I would say tick, tick, tick on all of those. If you watch Glow Up on Netflix, she says, ding, dong, darling. And that is absolutely how I feel about the Cell Renew Serum. You can check it out from Clear Stem. I am obsessed with every single one of their skincare products. I own all of them. I use them religiously. I tried for a long time to find clean beauty products and was just struggling because it just kind of didn't seem like they were doing anything. Clearstem actually makes a huge difference so if you want to try out Clearstem, you can head to their website clearstemskincare.com and use the code Chelsea C-H-E-L-S-E-A for 15% off your order I would highly recommend starting out with the vitamin face wash the cell renew serum and the hydra glow moisturizer that is an epic starter kit I also really do love their clarity serum I love their vitamin scrub and I really love their thicker moisture mask. I mean, honestly, you can't go wrong with any of their products, but if you want ones to just start with, go the Cell Renew Serum, go the Gentle Clean Face Wash, and the Hydro Glow Moisturizer, which smells like blueberry Skittles. It's absolutely amazing. Again, you can use code Chelsea for 15% off. Be sure to tag me on Instagram and let me see what you ordered. Another thing that I think we need to examine and look at is the level to which we trust ourselves. Because if we are lacking self-trust, our ability to trust other people, our ability to trust the universe will completely depend on the level to which we trust ourselves. If we trust ourselves like No other. If we trust ourselves fully, completely, we trust our discernment. We trust our ability to walk away when we know things aren't right. We trust our ability to move forward even though we're scared. When we have that deep level of trust in ourselves, we start to believe, we start to understand that what is meant for us will not miss us. So if I say no to this thing and it's really meant for me, I know it's going to come back around. That is going to positively impact my self-worth because I trust in my decision making. The universe wants you to trust it. The universe wants you to surrender. I mean, that's kind of like one of the ultimate goals of being here in this incarnation on this planet right now is starting to learn how to surrender, starting to be in your feminine energy more. So look at where you are and you feel distrustful of other people. Maybe this is due to heartbreak, betrayal, maybe Maybe a friendship crumbled, whatever it is. And how can you start to actively forgive yourself in those situations? I think a lot of us, I mean, me included, we jump to forgiving other people first, but we forget that it really does start with us. Where are you holding a grudge against yourself? Where are you disappointed in yourself? Where are you telling yourself that you're dumb? You shouldn't have stayed as long as you did. Whatever it is, we need to start to repair those cracks in the foundation. Because when you don't trust yourself, naturally your self worth is going to be lower versus coming at this from a place of, I love myself, I am human, I know I make mistakes, I forgive myself, I have learned from this, and I'm moving on. So it's this underlying belief that you deserve everything that you've ever wanted. So I know a lot of my clients are so good at this. Like, we're all really good at this. Our ego pops in and it's like, hey, you can't do that thing. (laughs) And it's like, here's all this evidence why you can't do it. It's like stacked up this entire list. But what if we actually took a step back and wrote out, okay, why why really though? Why really couldn't I do that thing? So let's take the example of like wanting to make a million dollars. List out to me why that is literally not available to you. And again, we're taking this viewpoint from our higher self, not from the ego. So I also like to point this out that if you are somebody that really wants to make more decisions from love and abundance and not fear and scarcity, then the ego is kind of like the fear and scarcity and then love and abundance. That's your higher self, right? So starting to make decisions from a place that your higher self would be proud of you for. And if you're wanting to make a million dollars, List out to why that literally is not available to you. Is that because you just don't know a certain skill set? Is that because you just don't have a certain person in your network yet? If you can list all of the reasons why you can't do it, you need to be able to challenge those reasons. Your fear alone is not enough. So I think it's really important to actually look at what the ego is telling us. And then start to dissect it and ask, is that actually true though? Is that actually true that I couldn't make a million dollars if I really wanted to? And so going back to this idea that it's this underlying belief that you truly do deserve everything that you've ever wanted, are you even clear on what you want? Are you giving the universe clear direction and energizing through your intentions and through your actions, the things that you want? Or are you being wishy-washy? Are we one foot in, one foot out? We are saying we want one thing, but acting and doing things in a different way. And it's sending the message of mixed signals to the universe. And this goes back to part of Meg's question was, I feel like the universe can't grant me these things because I'm not showing that I'm ready. You can be ready, but then also act in a way where the universe is like, okay, there's still a lot of fear here, and I don't actually see her initiating, I don't see her taking action. The universe wants to co-create with us, but in order to co-create, we have to initiate, we have to take action for the universe to know where to direct the energy. So kind of like right now, what I'm visualizing almost is like that kind of like a pinball machine, right? Like you have to open up one gate for the pinball to go that direction in order for the energy to move that way. So if you're not opening up the gates, the pinball is just stuck. It's like just bouncing back and forth between the two. So where are we actually making decisions? And what I always like to say here is it's making those decisions that scare you. It makes you nervous and excited at the same time. It's nerve sided. So asking yourself, where have I been pushing my growth edges lately? Where have I been maybe playing a little bit too safe, a little bit too small inside my comfort zone, because I'm letting fear and I'm letting my ego take the wheel. And I'm not saying we need to just be constantly pushing things. I do think it's really important to have time for rest and time for integration. But oftentimes, it's easy to just get a little bit too complacent. It's easy to get a little bit too comfortable. And this is where we need to remember that it starts with us. We are the energy. We are literally, we are part of the universe. We are part of the divine. So if we believe that other people deserve everything, if we believe that the universe truly, truly is supporting us, if we believe that the universe wants the best for us, then then we need to stop acting as if all the power and everything is outside of us because we are literally part of it ourselves. And we also need to remember that as human beings, we came here to evolve. So you have that innate desire within you to grow, to experience things, to not just stay stuck and stagnant. But that doesn't mean that you aren't perfect as you are. Don't get that mistaken that your continual need to grow means that there's something wrong with you. It absolutely doesn't. That is you as a human being. This is exactly what you're meant to do. I have a few other thoughts on this. I think a lot of the times it can be really difficult to be anchored into self-worth when we are surrounding ourselves with people that do not make us feel worthy. So this comes back to boundaries. This comes back to getting really, really clear on what is it that you want out of your life? Who do you want to surround yourself with? These should be people that make you feel expanded. You do not need to be the expander for everybody in your life. I think a lot of the times where we get wrapped up in this is we kind of want to be the savior for everybody, but also we are triggered when we meet somebody that is expansive for us. It makes us want to shrink back. It doesn't feel like we're in control as much. So where are you being too complacent in your relationships and you're not actually allowing yourself to experience something like unconditional love, something that feels like maybe it is a little bit triggering, but it also really, really helps you grow. So I think it's important to do an audit of who we are spending our time with. So that could be anywhere from on social media to our immediate family to friends and not being afraid to actually cut people out of this circle. Not everybody deserves to have access to you at all times. I cannot state this enough. If you are somebody that has social activity, social interactions high on your list of priorities, you need to make sure that every single one of those is extremely high quality and that you are walking away feeling more energized, not drained, not contracted, not feeling like, holy shit, I need like a ton of of alone time after that. And I'm not saying alone time is a bad thing. I love my alone time. Don't get me wrong. I actually need so much alone time. But we are, I think, really prone to overextending ourselves in a social way. And then in that process, we are breaking trust with ourselves because we are overly tired. We know that there's other things that we want to spend our energy on. Sometimes we're just going with the plans and we're just doing things. We are not standing in our power and actually making decisions that are leading us to to where we want to be in life. So I think that that's something that's really important to point out too, is just who are you surrounding yourself with? Where do you actually need to set more boundaries? And I think just like Meg said in her question, she is learning a lot about the things that do not feed her self-worth. Yes, absolutely. We need to be able to pinpoint what it is that isn't making us feel good but also really important is like what does make you feel good like how can we do more of those things again it it comes back to what do you value what qualities do you value in yourself? What do you value just in general? I mean, for me, a big one when I think about this question is I value making impact. So I need to be doing things. This is why for me personally, just being a rock climber would not do it for me. It would not feel fulfilling. I need to have an impact on other people's lives. This is why I do this podcast. This is why I help people business owners grow their businesses so that they can have more time and freedom and flexibility and make more money. This is exactly why I do these things is because I value making an impact. I pride myself in that. That is a really important quality to me. So I feel like I have more self worth when I'm actually doing those things. When I am contributing back to society in a way that makes me feel really fulfilled using a skill set that might not be super commonplace, that might be a little bit non-conventional, unconventional outside of the box. But that's what works for me, right? It is because I don't have the fear of what other people are thinking or saying that is holding me back. I mean, of course, I do from time to time. Imposter syndrome is very real. It pops up when we least want it to. But I'm not letting it hold me back because I know that I'm worthy and deserving of everything that I've ever wanted. What you want also wants you. Think about that. What you want also, wants you. What you're seeking for, what you're searching for, is also searching for you. So, what would you need to do in order to be the lighthouse, in order to be the thing that actually attracted what you want back into it? How would you need to act? Would you need a different morning routine? Would you need different friends? What different activities would you do? Would you meditate more? There's all of these different things that I think in the back of our head, it's like those times that we just like micro break trust with ourselves. We wake up and instead of meditating, we're scrolling on our phones because we just want to be distracted. Every single time we do that, we're breaking that promise to ourselves, And of course, we're not going to feel worthy when we are continually setting ourselves up to fail. So if you have to take baby steps to do the things that you know that you want to do that will bring you closer ultimately to the things that you want in life. Please do it. I know that a lot of us, including me, get stuck in this black or white, all or nothing mindset, but really it is like those small shifts and changes. For me, what this looked like is waking up and pulling some oracle cards, pulling some tarot cards, and then eventually I added on meditating, and then I added in journaling, and then all of a sudden it was this very supportive morning routine. But I was telling myself for a long time that I had to do it all or I had to do none of it, and I was like, well, I don't want to do all of it because it takes a long time, and I just kept thinking of excuses and procrastinating and then I was just feeling bad about myself and that was negatively impacting my self-worth. Therefore, I didn't want to do the thing even further as like this negative cycle that I had to pull myself out of. So baby steps baby 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 steps all right so i actually did pull a card for this question i wanted to feel into this just a little bit further and i am obsessed with the card that came up so i'm using the deck called the oracle of the seven energies i just got it i'm so excited about it this is card number 40 and it is called the land between so the image is two bridges connecting to like a floating piece of earth and the description says you're in the process of a change you know that you were called to it and can no longer be who you were but you aren't sure what the next experience of your life will be you are in in between what was and what could be in a pupil stage like during the metamorphosis of the caterpillar into the butterfly however you can't just skip the messy parts you have to endure the unknown and uncomfortable as you reinvent yourself the thing is you're not quite there yet You have one foot in the past, even if you're ready to shed that version of yourself and become something new. You must start redefining who you are in the context of your question. What do you believe is possible when you get to the next place? Can you explore this stage of your evolution to get to know yourself better? This process in between worlds is where things get really interesting. You learn how to manage your fear, how to stay present, in the now how to see in the dark. You absorb the lessons offered to you with grace because you can't go any faster. This is a real test of emotional fortitude, patience, trust, and humility. Once you have made this no man's land your home, it will be part of you. Then whatever was set in motion comes to life. This is what you've been waiting for. When you look back, you will grow to love the place in between for that is where you were reborn. I absolutely fucking love this because we are always in transition. We are always evolving and moving from one thing into another thing. It is this reminder to have compassion for ourselves, for the change that we are going through, for the transition, for everything being a lot all at once and understanding too that like we might just want to rush through the messy parts but that's actually what makes it so beautiful so this really relates to self-worth in the in the fact that you're moving more towards self-worth right now. So where are you still mad at yourself for maybe not having it as much as you wanted to in the past? Where are you still holding on to that negative energy? Where can you actually just forgive yourself and transmute that energy and that emotion into self-compassion, into self-love instead? Where can we start to take a look at? Where do I feel distrustful? Where do I feel like I need control still? And start to shift that into trusting in the universe, trusting that you are held, you are supported, you are loved, everything that you want, again, it also wants you. So how can you start magnetizing that to you? How can you be the one and be the thing that everything else calibrates to? It's kind of like the image of like the rock in the river where everything bends around you. So if you've been bending for others for a long time, it's time to stand your ground. It's time to allow other people to calibrate to you because you're going places. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I hope that this was helpful for you. If you have questions that you'd like to submit to the podcast, I would absolutely love to answer them for you. You can head to expandwithchelsea.com slash podcast and you can submit it using the form there. I absolutely love diving into these different topics. Hopefully you gained some clarity, some ideas for how to step further into your own self-worth. I'd love to hear if this resonated with you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram. I am at... At expand with Chelsea. I'd love to see what you're enjoying from the show. And if you haven't yet left a rating and a review, it just takes a couple of moments. All you have to do is go to iTunes, scroll all the way down to the bottom on the show page, and you can hit the little note with a pencil button and leave your review there. It helps other people find the show as well, just like Instagram. iTunes actually has an algorithm. So the more reviews and ratings that I have, the better. It helps spread the word, get the word out, and helps me. I mean, honestly, just be really energized to keep this podcast going to come back and speak with you every single week and bring you tons of education, tons of material. I mean, sometimes some rants, some updates, some personal life things, but it really helps me out a ton. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next episode.